0: Thank you guys for joining me on every Ray living. You already know it is your girl Rayette. Welcome. First and foremost, as always, thank you guys for taking the time out of your day to allow me to be a part of your day and allow me to talk you through whatever you're doing or whatever you're going through. Real quick. I am on day 38 out of the 47 days that I chose to be intentional about doing some things as well as being intentional to not do some things. So. When I decided I was going to take 47 days to do this, I made a mental note to jump on here and check in with you guys every week. If it was led, if I was led to do it, if something was put on me to share with you guys, I was doing it. And it turned out I was doing it every Saturday. So last week I did it, I think on a Wednesday or Thursday, I can't remember, but it definitely wasn't on Saturday. And so this weekend passed. And something hit me so hard that I want to share it with you on Saturday, but I was so busy. I didn't get a chance to do it because this was my weekend that I had to work Saturday and Sunday. So then I thought I was going to do it on Sunday and I got busy and I was tired. And as much as I wanted to get on here and do it, I didn't have the energy to do it. But today I decided I'm going to do it before I go to work because it's really opening my eyes to some things. Um, A lot of times when we want to take time for ourselves and go on a hiatus from things, we want to do that because we need some work on ourselves. We need to take a step back from some things. And sometimes when we do that, we really focus on what we want to do for ourselves and all that good stuff. And we do, and it worked. But when I was intentional about taking 47 days to be intentional about some things that I wanted to do and be some... and be intentional about some things that I didn't want to do. I didn't realize how much of a wake up call I was going to get with myself, how I handle others, how I treat others, um, how they treat me, how I handle them. And it's not a bad thing. It's just it's just it just is what it is. And so the three words I want to share with you that have been with me along the way, um, and not because you've never heard these words before, but I'm just sharing them with you of how. They have educated me, um, has given me some insight on things and has encouraged me moving forward beyond the 47 days. So the first word is tool or tools. The second word is forgiveness. And the third word is faith and they all work together. And the reason why I use the word tools, it's a metaphor for what I'm about to talk about here in a second regarding ourselves. But When something is broken nine times out of 10, you need a tool to repair that. If you need to maintenance something before it gets broken, there's tools you got to use to maintenance that thing. So the same concept is with us when we're trying to work on some things and maintenance, some things in our lives, we need tools. Now, don't get me wrong. Everyone isn't going to need the same tool to fix something. So going back to forgiveness and faith, those were my tools. See, forgiveness is a very, very slippery slope. It can be very tricky because sometimes, you know, when you're amateur at forgiveness, you think it comes with the feeling. Well, I feel great so I can forgive this person. But as you get older, you realize that forgiveness really doesn't come with a, "I feel good feeling. So I'm going to forgive this person because I feel good. And that's something tricky you can get off into because if we know anything about feelings, they're fickle. You may feel one way today and you're definitely going to feel another way next week or next year. So you really can't get caught up in how you feel when you're forgiving. You just know you you want to feel a sense of peace and a sense of I want to move forward without having that extra weight wearing me down about how somebody treated me. And that takes work. So going back to forgiveness, I realized that forgiveness can stem from childhood trauma, childhood things someone said or did to you. And then you carry it with you as you grow older. Sometimes you don't even realize that you're carrying childhood hurt and trauma with you until you get older, whether it be in a relationship with a significant other, whether you're in a relationship with your friends, your children. I mean, even if you were raised a certain way, you were strict, you know, your parents or whoever raised you was strict and was real hard with discipline. You put in your mind, I'm not going to treat my child like that when I have children or a child, because you feel a way about that. And so much so that you make a mental note. I'm not doing it like that with my kids. I'm going to do it different. And so if you're harboring a negative uh, reaction to how you were treated as a child, you're, you're definitely going to take how you're not going to do that with you when you have yours, but you're also going to have it in the back of your mind of why you didn't like, how that was done to you, why you didn't like how someone talked to you. And that was me. That's not to say I had a horrible childhood or anything like that, but there were definitely things I did not like about my childhood. There were things I did not like how I was handled in my childhood. And as I've gotten older, I realized more and more and more, some of the edginess and the cavalier attitude I can have about certain things stems from my childhood. And I didn't realize that until I really started doing work on myself, um, how I raise my kids, how I treat my kids or don't treat my kids or whatever. Sometimes it could be a direct correlation to how you were as a child. So even though I disciplined my child, my children, um, I didn't give them whoopings and all that. Like I got, you know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, I did take some things that I hate that I took with me in my childhood, into my adulthood into my parenthood and that was all that dang on yelling. Charles Kevin CJ You know, that's what they know me for, all that unnecessary yelling and screaming to get my point across because that's what I came from. And at that time, living in it, operating in it, that was a normal thing because that's how I grew up. That's how I saw it. But looking back and letting your kids tell you how you yelled too much or you know, you did this, that, and the third. Now, don't get me wrong. My kids would, you know, praise me all day, every day about how great I was and this, that, and the third. But I also let them keep it real with me too. I also let them tell me where were some things that I messed up? What were some things you didn't like about what I did and how I did it and all that good stuff? They let me know to the point where I didn't even know some of those issues that um, they had. And I never was really great at, um, budgeting. And I used to tell myself that I'm not good with money. I'm not good with budgeting, but I always knew I was on a shoestring budget, sometimes working at a deficit, having four children, four small children, not at, not in college at the time I was in and out of you know college, you know, yes, their dad was there to help. But at the same time, it's nothing like having your own career, having your own job and taking care of yourself. So even though they always had what they needed and wanted, Sometimes they just saw that struggle or whatever, but I would tell myself, I'm not good with money. I'm not this or I'm not that. And they heard that and they thought that. And then one time my son was like, and I know um, you're really not good with money. And I was offended. Like what? How could you think I'm not good with money? But I had to explain to him, this is what I was making. This is where I was at in my life this is all the things that you guys needed and wanted and this is what I was working with and this is how things were happening and this is why I look this way. And so once I was able to explain to him and them in general, which I always felt transparent. But again, sometimes they have, they, they have their own takeaway from a situation. So in saying all that, I had to really look at some things with myself. What didn't I, like about what I was doing. Even at the age of 47, you do got to reflect on some things because when you want to move to a different phase of your life, you want to make sure you're fixing some of these things that are broken. You're understanding some of these things about yourself that aren't great and wonderful that everybody doesn't know and everybody don't need to know. But that was the whole point of me taking those 47 days to just reflect on some things and understand where a lot of my mentality and my brokenness in certain areas come from, if I'm being real, um, am I still there in those zones? No, but I did revisit some things about my personality and how people respond to me and handle me, which is why, you know, I talked about forgiveness, um, which is why that's the second thing, because I hold on to how people handle me, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent. And if I'm the person that's always being who I am to you, being real, I'm not making you feel the way, I'm just really showing up being authentic, but then I noticed something with you that's not being the same way and kind, there was a way I handled that before versus how I'm working on handling it now. And forgiveness played a big part in that because if I felt like I didn't do something, of course I'm not gonna feel like I need to forgive you but I had to forgive myself for allowing people to think it's okay to say or do certain things to me with my response of having a no response, like letting it fly off the cuff or holding it in my mental Rolodex to where I may not say nothing to to you right now about it, but in a few months and a few weeks I'm going to run down A to Z of everything that you did or didn't do. And most of the time that's not a good idea because sometimes people forget half the stuff they may have said or did to you. And then you're just sitting there looking crazy mentioning all this stuff. and They have no idea. Or so they say they don't remember, but I'm a firm believer that everybody knows what they're doing and how they're doing it. What they don't know is maybe how you, um, received it, how you take, how you've taken it. But I'm I'm a firm believer. Everybody knows what they're doing and how they're doing it. What they don't know is what's in your mind. That's the only thing I'm going to give them credit for. So forgiveness has been a lot of work I've had to do um, on myself with other people and so on and so forth. And I'm pretty proud to say that I'm learning and I'm getting into the groove of what I need to do or not do. And then um, faithful, faithfulness is another thing. God has been um, really dealing with me on some things about being faithful. I'm the type of person that can stay In a situation, even if I don't think it's the great or the best, if I'm too uncomfortable to move and leave for whatever reason. And so he has been dealing with me about being faithful because it's easy to be faithful in something you know. I was just explaining this to my daughter. It's easy to be faithful if you have a phone bill that's due in two weeks and you know you get paid in two weeks and you're not worried about it. Matter of fact, when you get paid, you're going to get paid before your bill is even due. So you don't have no problem with worrying about what it's going to look like in two weeks. Cause you know, you're going to have your paycheck and you're going to be able to take care of it. But if something happened where you needed a hundred dollars within 24 hours and you know, you don't have it, you are definitely going to, um, have your back against the wall. You're going to feel like, wait a minute, where am I going to get a hundred dollars from in 24 hours? And you're going to, you're not going to feel as faithful as you are um, knowing that you get paid in two weeks, but you know, you're going to have a hundred dollars. But if you get a bill that's popping up in 24 hours and you know, you don't have no money to take care of it, you will feel away. You will feel like, Oh God, what am I going to do? And you're going to pray about it. And then as the day goes on, you're going to start feeling like it's not happening. There's no revenue coming in. I can't even borrow this from anyone. And so you're going to go into that mode of doubt, unbelief, it ain't gonna happen. So you'll succumb to whatever that situation is that you need that $100 for. So if your bill is due in 24 hours, you're gonna be like, you know what, it's probably just gonna get cut off. And that might be the end result. That might be a teachable moment. That might be something you gotta be okay with. But if you're not going outside to see if there's an extension, cause you might feel like I've already used my extension. That's why I gotta have it paid by tomorrow. But if you're not using your mouthpiece, And believing that God's going to work it out, even if you got to go those 24 hours um, without your phone because you're just not going to have the money. The belief and the faith in it is the belief system can be maybe God is believing that it's better for me to just go this 24 hours without my phone or this two weeks without my phone. So you're not in more debt having to pay somebody for borrowing it. And then you might need some quiet time away from the phone. You might need a distraction from You know, all the bill collectors that's calling you or somebody that's always calling you gossiping. That's the beauty in it. But when you're not when you're not allowing yourself to be faithful, that God is going to work it out. No matter what it looks like, you fret, you hold on to things and you make decisions out of nowhere, out of fear. Rather than saying, Lord, I'm just going to leave it up to you. I'm going to call these phone people, see what options I have available. And then after I do that, if I can't do nothing, I'm just going to be okay with not having my phone on. And keep it going. But sometimes we get so fearful and our faith makes us feel like we're doomed. It ain't going to work out. We stay in a comfort zone. And it's so funny that I'm talking to you guys about this because my cousin shared a post on Facebook. I can't, I'm a paraphrase because I don't remember exactly uh, what she said verbatim, but basically step out in faith and do something different. Don't be so comfortable because she did say she was in situations that she was comfortable in because she was too, you know, uncomfortable to step out. And that's exactly what this podcast was about. Um, and there's a reason I waited till today because I wanted to get on here on Saturday and I wanted to get, here, get on here on Sunday, but I just didn't have enough time to do it. But that was just another confirmation for me, what I need to do, what I am believing God to do, because I've been in, in I've been in an, if I can spit it out, I have been in a uncomfortable situation for a minute, but just being complacent with where I'm at because I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to know. I don't want to step out. Cause I don't, you know, what if financially it don't work out or something like that. I let all those reasons be the reason I haven't moved. And so, Now I'm serious about it. I'm about to, you know, and then seeing her post was just confirmation that I'm going to do it and it's going to work out even better than I thought and ever could have imagined. So um, I just want to jump on here and share those words with you guys, because even though I'm being maintenance and, you know, fixed and put back together and figuratively speaking, um, we all don't have the same tools when we're working on ourselves. But you just need to find out what the tool is that God is telling you need to have more of to fix a certain to fix a certain thing. And my tools right now is being faithful and being forgiving, because, again, not a lot of people know you've they've offended you. You don't even know if you've offended and hurt someone yourself because they may not have told you. But that's when you have to, you know, allow grace and mercy because we're all not perfect. We're all not walking around here just, you know, making everybody, you know, feel great and warm and fuzzy on the inside. Some of us, you know, can be real hard to deal with and maneuver around because you might be confrontational. You might be moody. You might be edgy. And people who are always like that are hurting. So you always got to be gentle and cognizant of that. So you're not walking around judging and giving people firm smacks on the hand because you don't know what they're going through, and they're not gonna tell you, they're not gonna you know pour out their guts and say, Hey, you know, for several years I've been feeling this way, they're not gonna tell you that. So that's why you gotta just talk to people with um love and kindness. I'm not always like that 24 7, but for the most part, that's who I am, that's my personality. You know, that's why my podcasters are usually sounding, you know, very inspirational, they are fun. You know, I do talk a little junk. I do cuss a little and all that. But for the most part, my podcasts are very real to who I am and I don't really try to deviate from who I am. I just try to give you guys snippets of who I am because I feel like I am a relatable person um, in terms of certain things. Even if I haven't gone through certain things myself, we've known people who has or have and still is. So again, I'm on day 38 and I just want to jump on here and share this with you guys. So Um, not only am I motivating myself to keep going and keep moving forward, but to encourage someone else to motivate and keep moving forward and whatever tools you need to apply in your life to maintenance yourself, to groom yourself, polish yourself up a little bit, listen to what God is trying to tell you what you need, what tools you need, because my tools may be forgiveness and faith. Your tools may be something else. And that's where, uh, God is going to do the most work in you, but no matter what kind of work you need done, you always going to have to have faith with it and forgiveness. But some of us may need that particular tool in those areas than someone else. So I just was sharing it from my perspective and in hopes that it enlightens and encourages encourages someone um, in the process, but you guys have a great day. And until the next time you already know, we're going to talk about it.